I think that Lent is probably my favorite season. I love Lent because it's Advent. The problem with Advent is Christmas, right? Christmas is always there. The shopping, the presents, and so everybody just jumps over Advent. It's only like four weeks, and this year it was like three weeks and, you know, four days. It was the shortest it ever could have been. So it was almost like we were there, and and then all of a sudden it was gone, and we're at Christmas. But Lent, now, now we're setting into some real time. Some real time. And what I love about Lent is, is that it gets you back to the basics. It allows you to, you know, empty out what's dragging you down. So that you can get back to the basics. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And I love, one of my favorite parts about Ash Wednesday is you hear in the gospel Jesus say, do this in secret, and your father who sees in secret will repay you, and do this in secret, and that in secret, and this in secret. And the one day that that gospel's read, what do we Catholics do? We smear dirt on our face and tell everybody in the world we're Catholic. <clears throat> it's seriously the one time. I was, it was, I was amazed. Tonight, I just had my small meal, right, because today's a fast day, and I just turned on the news real quick, and Brett Baer on Fox News had ashes on. I didn't know he's Catholic. But I do now. Because the day that Jesus told us to hide everything is the day that we show it off. I mean, and not only that, ashes can also hold you accountable. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I used to, like, take them off right away. I hated it. Now, like, I, like, want to reapply. I love wearing the ashes. And I remember last year... I was traveling for Ash Wednesday, and I got to the Minneapolis airport, and I'm sitting there, you know, I made sure they were extra dark, you know. I wanted to really let people know as I walked through the airport, as if they didn't know me wearing my black, you know. Oh, he's got ashes, he's a Catholic priest, you know. But I remember as I was in there, I sat down, it was just, I was in between flights, I went really quick just to get something to eat, and the waitress came over, and she's like, what do you want? I'm like... I don't know, just, uh, how about a, a cheeseburger? And she's like, really, father? <laughs> and I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Today's Ash Wednesday. <clears throat> so it's there, you know, I mean, the, the ashes are, and the beauty of the ashes, what they symbolize, right? People often would say they symbolize death. When you come forward, you say, remember you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And that's true. They do, they do symbolize the earthiness, the mortality of human nature. But they also symbolize something else. That that dirt, that darkness, is a symbol of sin. But it's in the shape of the cross. Because the cross is what is going to crush sin. And we boldly proclaim that as true today. That yes, we are full of sin, but we want that out of us. And the way to get that out of us is the cross. I don't know if you've ever heard of a man, his name is Andy Skirka. He does what's a relatively new sport, starting in the 2000s, it's called ultralight backpacking, or ultralight hiking. This guy is a beast. Just to give you an example, he started in 2002, and since then, he has hiked over 25,000 miles. 25,000 miles. He actually did a coast trip from the Atlantic coast to the Pacific coast, which is up through Canada, which is a 7,000-mile trek, and he averaged 40 miles a day. 
He did the Appalachian Trail in 30 days. You don't look shocked enough. Most people that do the Appalachian Trail, it takes them five to seven months. He did it in 30 days. And 20% of the people that begin the Appalachian Trail actually finish it. 80% give up. <clears throat> this guy is a beast. He even walked all of, he, he hiked all over Alaska where there aren't like established hiking trails. And he still averaged 20 miles a day. He's an incredible man. But there were, there's two principles that I found absolutely fascinating about this, this sport that allows them to move so quickly and so efficiently. The number one principle of this is to travel as light as you possibly can and reduce the most weight by omitting unnecessary items, which are usually the things that make camping at least sort of nice. <clears throat> This guy, right, to put it simply, everything I don't absolutely need, I'm done with. And this is what Lent is about. Everything that I don't absolutely need, I'm pushing back against. Because I don't know about you, but me, like I ramp up to Lent, <clears throat> right? So it's like I got to get my last pizza and my last beer and my last cheeseburger and it's almost midnight. <clears throat> that was me last night. <laughs> Then when I get to this day, right, and I'm praying all the way up to this day, what is holding me down? What is making the journey in my spiritual life? What's, what's pulling me back? And so for Andy Skirka, like for him, toilet paper, you know what he allows himself? This is kind of funny for church, but you know what he allows himself for toilet paper every day? One square. <clears throat> Watch the videos, man. It's amazing. I mean, not that video, but <clears throat> like when he's talking about packing the backpack. Soap? He doesn't take soap. He just jumps in a lake, bathes in the lake. Food? He's not taking steak and like baked beans and grilling out. He's got protein bars. What do you absolutely not need? What, what do you, what do you need, not need in your life anymore? You can be done with it. That's what Lent is. And Lent is not about giving something up for these 40 days. And then when Easter comes, I dive headlong back into them. Because I think a lot of people do that too. But to think through today in this Mass, what is it that I need to work on? I remember for years, I was just like, well, it's Lent, I'll give up chocolate. I didn't even like chocolate. <laughs> but I guess that's just what you give up. But now I look deep at my heart and I say, what are the things that are holding me back? Or maybe, maybe you just need to empty out your backpack in the sacrament we call confession. Maybe that'll lighten you for the journey so you don't carry around the burden of sin. But here's the great part about ultralight backpacking. Not only do you got to admit, right, all the things that are weighing you down or the things that you don't absolutely need. The second principle is this. You must pack efficiently. So it's not about just getting rid of stuff. It's also about putting stuff in to help me make the journey. Because Andy Skirka talks about people that tried to get into this sport and they packed the wrong stuff and it went really bad. Because they were out in the middle of nowhere and they didn't have what they needed. 
So it's not just about giving things up for Lent. It's about replacing them with good things. Let me give you just a couple examples. Let's say you complain a lot. And you want to give up complaining. Great. That's a good thing. Give it up. But also you should fill it with something else. So you're trying to give up complaining. On top of that, I'm going to go to adoration twice a week for 15 minutes and thank God for all the blessings of my life. Not complaining, replacing it with gratitude. Or how about this? How about maybe every Friday you want to fast? Like not just not eat meat, but do a bread and water fast. And that's good to get away from all the pleasures of the material world. But on top of that, what if you fast on Fridays, but you also go to daily mass to remember that your true hunger is not for the food and the goods of this world. It's for eternal life. It is for the Eucharist. Lent. Lent should just not be the same as any other time of year. Lent should be a time when we get radical. When we push back against the world. And not only boldly proclaim with the ashes on our head that we're Catholic, but our lives proclaim that we're Catholic. So what is it you need to get out of your life so that you can speed up your journey towards Christ? And what is it that you need to get into your life so that you don't get lost halfway? This is what Lent is about. And that when we journey for those 40 days in discipline, fasting, almsgiving, and we arrive at Easter 40 days later, that we're not the same person than when we started. That we're different. We're changed. And not just for 40 days. We're changed for life. May this Lent, my friends, be different than your other Lents. May you not only give up those things that are weighing you down, but fill in your life with those things that allow you to encounter the living God at Easter.